You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help facilitate conversations around what it means to step into your confidence so you can live the life you want, not the one you think you should. Join me as we talk about body and self-acceptance, nutrition, movement, and mindset so that you can uncover what dulls your sparkle so you can shine. With that, let's go to the show. Hello. Oh, I've missed you. Oh my goodness. So as you can probably tell, I am just on the tail end of a nasty, nasty head cold. So I'm going to keep this short because my voice sounds like, you know, your late night radio DJ. (laughs) It's so interesting. I know I don't like I know that being in your ears is is such a privilege, and when I sound like this, I'm sure it's not fun to listen to, but I just, I couldn't go one more day without talking to you. I've missed you, and it's been, oh man, it's been almost two weeks since the last episode, so I'm so sorry for that. I don't keep backup copies of episodes, and I probably should, <sighs> I probably should. I'll get on that. (laughs) So that way I don't have to leave you hanging and I don't have to miss out on conversations with you because I love when I put out an episode and you respond. That is my favorite. I love getting emails and messages about how you're interpreting the show and and what resonates for you or what challenges you. I want to hear all of that and I've missed it this last week. So. I have been crazy busy all over the place. I had the very first reveal retreat in Nashville, Tennessee, y'all. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Oh, it was so good. And if you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that I've been talking about the retreat for over six months and I finally got to do it. So, I flew to Nashville and spent the weekend in this beautiful house with five women eating incredible food, working with Mary Hyatt and Kate Clifford to provide a space for women to reveal and heal. And friends, that is exactly what happened. It could not have gone better if I had tried. I mean, I had a dream and a vision and it just, it was like living my dream. And I learned a ton for the next one. But it was just so incredible to share this space with these women as they were being vulnerable and real and raw and open. And they connected. They connected so beautifully. And I know that they connected for life. Nobody was left out. Nobody felt like they didn't belong. Everyone felt included and seen and heard and validated. And that was my dream. And it was funny because on their registration forms, I asked a question of, you know, what are you hoping to get out of this retreat? And the thing that they all wrote that none of them knew that they had written was connection. And that is so powerful. And that connection 
is why I choose to do the podcast, is why I choose to show up on social media the way that I do. Sharing things that are hard, things that make us uncomfortable. You know, I used to be really afraid of posting things that were sad to me, you know, days when I was missing my mom or just feeling really heavy hearted. I used to not want to put that in social media because I didn't want to make other people feel sad. And through a lot of work, it dawned on me that one, I'm not responsible for other people's feelings. And two, that by sharing those hard things, that it actually provides kind of a, an open door for conversation and for people to get in touch with their own emotions and feelings. And that by doing that, I'm providing a space. And so like today, I put on Facebook that today I would have been 16 weeks pregnant and how I'm not, and how heartbreaking that is, and it's very sad, and I think about my baby, and I think about burying her, and you know, my body still hasn't returned to normal, Um, I'm still, yeah, struggling, but at the same time, the loss of my baby has changed so much for me. That was six weeks ago. I don't know how it's been six weeks, (laughs) but it showed me so much. And what it's taught me is fear. A lot about fear, which feels appropriate for where we're at as a, as a society, as a nation, as a, as a humanity and collective. I feel like fear is the energetic flow to things right now as coronavirus is spreading and people are panicking and making decisions from fear. And friend, I just, I want to take a minute to talk about fear. Last year at a Bisdom retreat hosted by Megan Hale, who was on the show, she's incredible, and Steph Crowder, um, Megan gave me a card, and I said that fear can be in the car, but it can't drive. And for a long time, I was like, okay, yeah, I totally believe that. And Glennon Doyle, um, she says something similar. She says, we'll tell fear it can come along with us in our minivan, but we'll just tell fear it can't drive. Sometimes we'll tell it to not even talk. Like when we tell our kids, enough, no words. (laughs) all been there, right? We're going to play the quiet game with fear. Fear is not the boss of us. And I was like, yeah, totally. I get that. And especially around the retreat, I was feeling really fearful. And it was actually my brain spotting practitioner who said, Kim, fear doesn't have to be in the car. And I was like, say what? No, but I mean, fear is just in the back seat, right? Like it's always going to be there. And he said, no, Kim, it doesn't have to be there at all. And that just like blew my mind and it changed everything for me. I went into the retreat so much differently than I would have before that appointment. And this is why one of the many, many reasons I love brain spotting. And I have an exciting announcement about that, but we'll get to that. And 
It was revolutionary for me. Fear doesn't have to be a part of the conversation. We choose how we want to feel, right? We can all agree with that. Your feelings are real. Absolutely. If you feel fear, that's real. That's your feeling. I validate that for sure. Now, what do you do with it? Do you keep it in the back seat? Do you let it take up space? Or do you say, I see you and I choose not to participate? You can go. That's it. You can go. I choose not to participate. I choose instead how you want to feel. Insert here. Before the retreat, I was feeling fear that I would disappoint the women who came, who flew from all over the country and drove from all over the country and spent over, at least over $1,000 to be at this retreat. And I thought, I was so afraid. I was going to disappoint them somehow and let them down. And that fear did not serve me. And instead of letting it hang out in the back seat, in the back of my mind, knowing it was there, instead I was able to say, I see you and you're not welcome here. I choose not to participate in that. Instead, I'm going to move forward in confidence and in trust in myself and trust in the calling and the vision and purpose and plan for which this retreat was created. And friends, it was completely different. Coronavirus. You say the words, what comes up? Fear. Am I going to get it? Are people that I love going to get it? Are people going to die from it? How big is this going to get? What does this mean for our economy? What does this mean for me Personally, I'm a service-based business. My business is a luxury item for people, but it feeds my family fear. And we can choose to let that take up space and to make decisions from that place, like stockpiling on TP, which I'm saying being prepared is a good thing. But when you go to the grocery store and it's not available for everyone, I mean, anyway, that's another topic. My husband went to Walgreens the other day and he was like, babe, they were out of sanitizing wipes. And I was like, do you not read the news? Are you not watching Twitter? Hello. They've been sold out of rice, water, and sanitizer for weeks now. You can't even get it on Amazon. Spoiler alert, you can make your own disinfectant using white vinegar and water. Just saying. But fear. Fear is driving the car of our country right now. And a lot of people are like, okay, well, you can, you can go to the backseat, fear. It's fine. Like, we're going to drive, but you can be in the backseat. And I say, no. I see you, and you can go. I choose not to participate in this fear. I will not make decisions based out of fear. I will make decisions from a place of confidence and empowerment. That's where my decision-making comes from. Now, granted, I'm not perfect at this. I'm still practicing. I'm practicing a lot of stuff. (laughs) That's why it's called a practice, right? Not perfect. We don't do yoga perfects. We do yoga practice, right? 
And it's a practice of saying, fear, I see you. And you can go. You're not going to be in my car. And this isn't, you know, this isn't just denial. This isn't just oblivion. This isn't just a numbness. This is, I see you. Fear, I see you. I feel you. I experience you. And I choose not to participate. I refuse to make my decisions based in this feeling of powerlessness, confusion, insecurity. Now, that's not how I choose to feel. I choose to feel empowered. I choose to feel confident. I choose to stay present. Because fear looks into the future and says, oh man, what's going to happen? But what happens when you stay present and you choose empowerment, confidence, trust, security? You choose to feel that way because it's easy. It's easier to fall into chaos than it is to stand on the rock because chaos is comfortable. It's more comfortable than standing alone and saying, I feel secure. I choose to feel secure because we have patterns of behavior and belief, right? And it's harder to go against the grain and say, no, I choose not to feel that way. My friend Kate Clifford, who came out to the Reveal Retreat, you have to follow her on Facebook. She's incredible. Her section of the internet is Kindred Wellness. And she is just, oh my gosh, she did our inner child work at the retreat and she was amazing. So good. So you have to go follow her. She's also on Instagram too. She does amazing stories. So she posted on her Instagram the other day, like, all right, let's play a game. Every time you hear Corona and I thought I was going to read, take a shot. And I was like, whoa, well, this is going to get interesting. We're going to have a bunch of people that are just, you know, depending on how you get when you have a shot, I would be passed out. But anyways, I thought that's what she was going to say. But instead, she said, choose to do something positive instead. Tell me what you're going to do. And she got comment after comment after comment. People who said, I choose to do this when I hear Corona instead of sitting in fear or worry or anxiety. I choose to hug my kids tighter. I choose to make myself a nourishing meal. I choose to go for a walk. I choose to hug a tree. I choose to meditate. I choose to use my essential oils. I choose to put myself first for something. And I want to extend that to you. What can you do when you feel that fear rising up, taking up space? What can you do? And remember these words. Fear, worry, insert any uncomfortable emotion here, right? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be fear. That just seems to be the prevailing energy at the moment. Fear, I see you. I feel you. I experience you. And you can go. I choose not to participate. And release it and let it go. And instead... You know, it's not just a saying no to something, it's saying yes to something else. This is my husband's favorite thing to tell people because our society is very like, just tell yourself no based. 
and like saying yes to yourself is like, whoa, we don't do that here. We're just, we're very like restrictive and what do I need to cut out? What do I need to say no to? But instead, what can you say yes to? So instead of saying no to fear and that's it, say yes to something else. Choose how you want to feel. Say yes to empowerment, yes to confidence, yes to staying present. And see the shift, see the energetic shift that happens for you. Just notice. It's incredible what happens when you decide to kick fear out of the car. Don't let it be in the backseat. I'm sorry, Glennon. I'm sorry, Megan. I love and respect these women so much, but fear doesn't have to be in the car at all. It doesn't have to be in the back seat. It doesn't have to drive. You get to choose. And again, this takes practice, but you can do it. You can. You get to choose how you want to feel. So my question for you today is, how do you want to feel? And you decide and make it so. Okay, my friends, I'm going to go take a nap, (laughs) but I'll be back next week. I've missed you. I want to hear your thoughts about this. So send me an email, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com or find me on Facebook, Instagram at Kim.Ludeman. I want to hear from you. I can't wait to see what you think. And if you feel like there's a friend that could use this episode, I encourage you to share it. Maybe tag them on social media where you see it posted. And if you're not already, make sure you're in the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook. I love to interact in there and to see you share and grow and connect. All right, my friends, may you go forth being you bravely. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.